You're listening to Sufficiently Selfish, your weekly dose of putting yourself first, being unapologetically you, and not giving a damn what anyone has to say about it. Hosted by yours truly, Emma Jones, your selfish coach and mentor. So if you're looking to create more space in your life for you, you're in the right place. And without further ado, let's get to it. Hey guys, welcome back to week two of Sufficiently Selfish. Today's selfish topic is living by your values. This is important because if you aren't living in line with your values, it's going to start to manifest itself in your life, either through you never being happy no matter what you accomplish or how successful you become, or through your body in aches and pains, acne, anxiety, or a plethora of other ailments. Additionally, if you aren't living in line with your values, you're going to end up somewhere that you don't want to be in life. So if, for example, integrity is something that is a core value or extremely important to you, you probably aren't going to be happy selling something that you don't believe in or working for a company whose morals don't align with yours. And we're going to come back to that in a little bit. So what actually is a core value? At its most basic level, it's a fundamental belief that someone has. Most things about humans fluctuate throughout life, but I personally feel that values are pretty consistent throughout unless you have an awakening of some sort along the way. I got a lot throughout my childhood that I was judgy, but really I was just living by my morals and my values. It wasn't that I was judging what other people did. I just knew that those things were not for me, so I wouldn't participate in them or act in that manner. It's not like as a child I sat down and did an exercise to figure out what my values that I should live by were. They were just feelings and nudges that I intuitively had along the way. And it wasn't really until the past few years that I started identifying them for what they are and respect them as such. Some of my core driving values in no particular order, are rationality, loyalty, kindness and respect, independence, and individuality. And this doesn't mean that I didn't fuck up along the way just because I innately felt these things as drivers in my life, and I did things that weren't rational, such as staying in relationships that were well past doomed, I wasn't always loyal by being there for friends that needed me, but those things never felt good at the time, and it would be a further indication that in the future, I shouldn't ignore those intuitive feelings and these core drivers and values that I have. So like I said, it's not like I sat down and did an exercise when I was a kid. However, when I was becoming a coach, I actually did do an exercise to identify my core values because 
This is something that's really important in the coaching world, especially with pure coaching that I was trained in. We're taught that when you're working with clients, it's crucial to help them identify their values and tie any goal that they have to these values to really ensure that, number one, the goal is something that's in alignment with how they want to live their life, as opposed to a goal that they felt they should be achieving or were just mindlessly going after. And another reason that it's important to tie your goals to your values is because it's going to be easier to hold yourself accountable when it's something that is a core driver in your life. All right, now that we understand why core values are so important, I'm sure you're wondering, how do I identify what my core values are? So I'm going to give you a few exercises that can help you identify what your core values are. The first is to think of a really meaningful moment in your life, either something you accomplished, like winning a race or winning a trophy, or um, maybe getting a really good grade on a test that you worked hard for, just something in your life that was incredible getting to the top of a mountain that you climbed, um, being in a new city and having a feeling of just awe and wonder and just think of the moments in your life that were the most meaningful to you. And then think about those moments. What was going on? What brought you to that point? What values were you honoring? Another way to identify your values is to do the exact opposite, to think of the worst moments in your life and think about why they were so awful. What core value was being suppressed or were you turning your back against in that moment? If this doesn't bring anything to mind, you can just Google for a list of core values skim through and look at the words that resonate with you. Once you have a list compiled, either through your uh, meaningful and awful moments or from skimming through a list of compiled core values that you find online, group them together and see where you can find some themes within these values and words that have resonated with you. So for example, when I was talking through my core values earlier, I mentioned kindness and um, respect. And to me, even though those words mean very different things, and if you looked up the definitions of them, they're not necessarily synonyms of each other. My intention behind both are coming from the same place, that in order to respect someone, you treat them with kindness. And so to me, that is tied together within one group. Once you have your list going, look through it for themes. And really what you want is a list of at least five, but sometimes it can be up to 10 values that really resonate with you and uphold the principles of how you want to live your life and how you want to interact with others and how you want them to interact with you. Once you have your list, and you really feel like these are the core values that are 
the drivers in your life, what do you do with them? Number one, you want to put them somewhere where you're going to see them often so that it reminds you both on a conscious and a subconscious level to have those things in mind as you're going through your day, as you're interacting with others, as you're interacting with your environment, and as you're making decisions. Values are really great because they help us set the first line of defense when it comes to boundaries. Boundaries are like an invisible fence that keep us safe from energy burglars and emotional vandals. So for example, let's say a value of yours is family, and experiencing your children grow up is extremely important to you. A clear boundary you may set then is to sit down as a family for dinner every night. What does this mean, though? It means you can't stay at work late because your family is waiting for you. You cannot schedule client meetings, even if that's when a client says that it's the only time they can meet. And of course, there are going to be exceptions. But if you don't ever set this as a boundary and try to stick to it, you're never going to accomplish that meaningful family time that is going to enrich your life and bring you joy and help you show up better in every aspect of your life, not just with your family, because you'll be living by a core value that is meaningful to you. I remember when I first got hired at a website development agency, it was my first job in New York City, and My manager called me into her office and she said, okay, we think you're ready to take on your first client and I'm so excited. And she tells me who my client is and it happens to be Walmart. If you know me, you will know that Walmart, their values in practice, I don't know what they are in theory, but in practice, they go against my core values and core beliefs. When I was in college, I dated a guy whose mother worked at Walmart, and I saw firsthand how disrespectful they were to their employees, how little they cared about them. And I was heartbroken to think that I would have to work on this account. I told my manager that this is how I felt, and I, you know, respectfully declined having them as a client. And I think I even went so far as to say, if this is something that is going to be a fireable offense, I'm just going to have to accept that because I cannot work on this account. Thankfully, my manager, uh, even though she was very taken aback, she respected my wishes, my boundaries. I had clearly laid down the law, so to speak, um, that I could not do that. That was just against who I was as a person. You need to figure out your values and how to support them in your day-to-day life and say no to anything that tries to red rover, red rover its way on over. Once you have this list of values compiled, it might be interesting to think back on times in your life and see when you've upheld your boundaries to these values, and maybe when you haven't that you wish you had. 
Another really useful exercise to do in relation to values is to think about where you can set those boundaries that are going to help you uphold these standards that you have for yourself. So again, when I was working at the website development agency, I knew my boundary. I was not going to contribute to anything that had to do with this company. That one in particular, I had never thought about in advance, but I knew as soon as the moment came that that was a clear line that I was not going to cross. If you listened to episode one of this podcast, you would have heard me glaze over getting herniated discs multiple times when I wasn't fulfilled by my career. This is one of the ways that not living by your values can manifest itself in a physical form. First, I had the herniated discs. When I wasn't listening to my body and making any changes in my life, I then was struck down with really extreme anxiety. And my body was just yelling at me in so many different ways. Wake up. Something isn't right here. So again, this is why it is extremely important to not only know what your values are, but to be able to live your life upholding these values, these standards, these morals that are innately important to you. And don't worry about someone else's values, their morals. That has no effect on you. I have many friends who have completely different values than I do. However, this doesn't always work out for the best. I recently had hired a business coach, and I didn't know it at the time, but their values were not in alignment with my values. So when I tried to implement their techniques in my business, everything started falling apart. I wasn't attracting clients. I wasn't certainly signing any new clients. And I had to take a step back to help me identify where my alignment was off. But once we identified the culprit and I made adjustments to become more in alignment with my values and to shift my business back to methods that were more in alignment with my values and my drivers... I instantly started booking client calls again. I signed a client immediately almost. So there are so many ways that not living in alignment can really have an effect on your life. Again, this is why it's so important to identify these values so that when you come across a situation that either you know it doesn't feel right or maybe you see some results that aren't what you want or you start to feel it in your body, you know how to take a step back, reassess, go back to the drawing board of your values and see where you may have crossed a and how to rewrite that and get back in alignment with your true self. That's it for this week's episode on living your values. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if ever you have any questions about the topics that are discussed, 
Or if you want to take things further, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. You can DM me on Instagram at Gemini Coaching, G-E-M-I-N-I-I Coaching. Tune in next Tuesday for the latest and greatest in selfish living. Thanks for listening to Sufficiently Selfish with me, Emma Jones. New episodes are released on Tuesdays. But in the meantime, you can find me on Instagram at Gemini Coaching. That's G-E-M-I-N-I-I Coaching. And if you enjoyed the show, go ahead and subscribe. If you really enjoyed it, show your support and leave a review in iTunes. Till next time.